Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. When they name medicines, like the medical term for medicines, why it always has to be the craziest Acetamedifin. possible. Acetamedifin. Like, what is Adderall? Like, just call it a skinny pill or, or geeked up. Dave and Mahoney. Oh, what's Sidenafil? <laughs> what is that, Mahoney? I don't know, Dave. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news for whoever was in charge of getting this cocaine around because the Coast Guard and crew members with the Bear, which is a U.S. Coast Guard cutter, said that they found a whole bunch of cocaine in Miami. And when I say a whole bunch of cocaine, I mean 14,153 pounds of cocaine. That's a lot of cocaine. But not for Miami. No, that's like a weekend. (laughs) I was going to say. Miami, I would have expected bigger numbers. I guess there was a whole bunch of cases that were going on in the international waters of the Caribbean Sea and the Atlantic Ocean, and there were other teams that were a part of the effort as well, the USS Little Rock and the USCG, Donald Horsley, air crew teams as well. Uh, But authorities arrested 12 suspected smugglers who face big charges now from the Department of Justice uh, once the drug traffickers were detected in waters near the United States. That's when the Coast Guard jumped in, apprehended the suspects, and intercepted the illegal drugs. But what do you do? Like, if you're the captain of that ship and your job was to smuggle the drugs and you get busted with all the drugs. You better disappear because you, you, yeah. you, otherwise just, you're going to disappear. Yeah, you just, like, call and be like, sorry. No way. <laughs> but, I mean, also, I feel like that's different than to losing it to, I mean, losing it to the cops is better than losing it to, like, a different cartel enemy. I don't know. That's Maybe. what the TV shows and movies tell me anyways. I mean, at least you can kind of like retaliate against the other cartels and like have like a little, I don't know, cartel war or something. Yeah. But like the cops take it. To, what are you going to do to the Coast Guard? Nothing. That's, That's what you're going to do. Can't do nothing to the Coast Guard. Some good news today as well also has to do with consuming certain substances. This time alcohol, though, and very specifically jello shots. I know that you're not impressed with this, Audrey. I am. Uh, so LSU is out here breaking very important records. Uh, there is this owner of Rocco's Pizza and Cantina in Omaha where the College World Series uh, has been going on. And they've been doing this since 2016 where they've been making jello shots in the school colors of who's ever in the College World Series. Okay. And LSU decided they were going to do something about it. So the University of Mississippi set a record for the challenge last year in 2022 uh, with Ole Miss supporters ordering 18,777 jello shots during the 10-day tournament. Uh, Louisiana State making its first College World Series uh, since 2017 blew past that total 22,462. So smashing the previous record of not even 19,000. You trash buckets. So trash. <laughs> I trash. The entire time I had the biggest frown on my face is yuck. Jello shots. I'm sorry. I, are you haters? Jello shots are a lot of fun. You guys when was the last time you did a, when did you, when was the last time you did a jello shot, Dave? You want to know? Yeah, was honestly. It on a boat like last year. Was that year? Your, your brother's wedding? No, it was uh it was when we went to uh to Cabo. Uh-huh. And it was that time when we got suckered into the senior frogs. Yeah. I'm like I'm not going to this stupid touristy place. I'm better than this. 20 minutes later the whistles. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're it's a total vibe. No, yeah. I mean I've had a jello shot recently too. I'm not going to flex like I haven't. But I mean <laughs> 22,000 of them. I had a single jello shot, and right after, I felt sick to my stomach. That is really a young man's game. No one over the age of 20 
Everyone's illegally drinking in that place. No one over the age of 20 wants a yeah, jello shot. Yeah, what are you shot. doing in senior frogs if you're 40? <laughs> no. Hey. No, I'm not talking, hey. I'm not talking about Dave. You, you were 40 at the time. Well, I was. I was. It wasn't were you? That, it wasn't that long ago. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was the other trip. Uh, so the uh, the total, actually, they got past the mark that they needed to because I guess the guy who founded Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers, his yeah. name is Todd Graves, he spent $30,000 to buy 6,000 of these jello That's shots. That's like Cane's money, baby. That's right. <laughs> Hold up. It's $30,000 to buy 6000 It's like $5 a $5 shot. $5 a jello shot? Yeah. This, place, what, what, this place is gouging. Yeah. What are you talking about? $5 a jello shot. They take a lot of Inflation? work. Inflation? I'm just mad that uh, the Raisin Cane's guy, Todd, didn't ask for like a wholesale price. Like he bought... $30,000 at the market. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got all them ramekins, you know, you would they put the cane sauce in, like yeah. at least let me yeah, kick you can, like chip in. Yeah. Man, I take a shot of uh, cane sauce over a jello shot all day. Any day. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney show. So look, I know that summer just officially started, but it's not too early to start thinking about football season, right? And well, I mean, uh, you got the draft and all that coming up in the not too distant future. Draft already happened, my oh, that, was, uh, that was back in April. What am I thinking of? The combine, right? Uh, yeah, no. no, the combine's already done as well. Uh, what am they, I thinking of? Uh, you're just thinking of football. <laughs> you're, you're thinking of the NBA draft. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But they, and they, the uh, oh, the Major League Baseball combine is happening right now. That's that what's, what's going, going on. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay, sure. Uh, nice cover. But yeah, I mean, football season's on the way, and that's I imagine probably like the best time of the year for television companies. I know that they do really well around like the big sporting events. Mm-hmm. But man, it happened yesterday where I finally did it. Um, after all of these years, I called DirecTV and I was Cut like... the court. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, they do the thing where they're like, oh, are you sure? Like, what? what's the reason? I was like, NFL package. And they're like, oh yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. Let's see you later. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's weird because I've had cable or satellite forever and I did, you know, I Wait. did get YouTube TV, which you, is... You haven't canceled... <laughs> What, DirecTV? Yeah. I mean, I still use it for, like, a whole bunch of the channels that, like, I'll log into on different apps and stuff. And so it, it's through the rest of this billing cycle. Okay. So it's basically like gotcha. I kept it for an extra month or okay. whatever that I needed to. Don't be hating, Mahoney. I'm, ju- I'm just surprised, you yeah. know? I mean, because I thought you've had, like, the YouTube TV for a while now. I just got that a month ago, and basically I want to, like, kind of do, a, like, a, a trial run, run and see, like, yeah. if I liked it and make sure that and I wasn't. You, you like it enough? Yeah, I like it. I mean, you basically get it's, it, the actual, like, search function is way better than, like, DirecTV was. Because sure. you had like all those fifteen hundred movie channels that were just like clogged in there. Then you get down to the you get down right to those to like five hundreds mm-hmm. in here and like busty bandits number six seventy or whatever. Grand old big butt. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to go back to direct TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nothing more awkward than trying to find a movie because this is real life actually happened to me. Trying to find a movie and it's like Christmas Eve and you're all gathered around the TV and you go one channel too far. Horny lesbians. What? Oh my <laughs> yes. God. I was looking Grandma, for Home Alone. Look away. Where's Elf? Uh, I mean, Step, ho- Mom, don't look. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping you'd land on that. Dave, we, uh, don't you <laughs> solely the name of uh, Horny Lesbians because that is a Christmas classic. Is it? Okay, yeah. my bad. I forgot horny, they wore the hats. Horny Lesbians. Santa? Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Claus. So what do you think about this, Mahoney, uh, as far as instead of the content but the actual <laughs> hardware, a uh, 98-inch television? I mean, we've seen 86-inch TVs. Those have been pretty, not I wouldn't say standard, but they've been around. They've been, you know, approachable under $10,000 for like the last probably five to seven years. And 86-inch TVs 
are massive. Wait, what is more American than needing a 96 inch? 98. 98. Can't forget them last two inches. Yeah, those last two inches are important. Can you imagine somebody who's like never ever seen anything of, uh, I don't know, just like electronics, never seen an iPhone, and then you walk into somebody's house and they've got a 98 inch TV on the wall. I mean, there's, this has become a thing now where it's not just Samsung rolling this out. They introduced their newest almost 100-inch TV uh, for a cool $8,000. But the thing is, like, when all these TVs are new, they're so expensive. There's one, which is an OLED G- G2 is what it's called. It's from LG. That's a 97-inch. They're asking $25,000 Yeah, I mean, the OLED, the, you know, basically they're, they're they're stopping the production of LEDs, yeah. too. I mean, or, or not the production, but they're they're stopping the advancement towards that. OLED is kind of... QLED and, is another one. You know, yeah. those those, those are the those are the next steps into the future of television. Which is kind of crazy because TVs, even crappy, cheap TVs, are still pretty damn good at this point. And, you know, yes, $8,000 is an obscene amount of money to pay for a TV. But the one thing in this world that actually is not being gouged by inflation is television size. Yeah. That's the one thing that is going down. So in the next few years, as the technology improves some more and uh, becomes more common, we'll probably be seeing, you know, 98-inch TVs for $2,000 at Costco. Yeah, just never run out and buy, like, the newest, coolest TV never. because they That's always the charge such a premium wait for it. Wait a couple then, years. Yeah, wait a couple of years, and then you'll find it at Costco for and a nobody, fraction. And yeah. nobody's impressed. Like, here's the thing. Like, nobody... Unless there's some other audio file is impressed by, you know, the, the contrast extra, ratio. Never, never. Nobody. They can't tell. Like, I bought the, like, I bought an OLED and, a, like, you know, the billion to one contrast ratio or whatever, you know, and my, my wife's game, like, it yeah. looks the same. Halfway through the game, half my friends are seeing double anyhow. Yeah. Right. Just don't waste the money. Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, Mahoney, coming from an AC guy. You need to not turn up your AC to 85 if you're going to keep it set to 70 when you leave the house. You are going to increase your power bill by doing so because you're going to use a lot more energy to bring your AC down to that temperature as opposed to just keeping it at the temperature you want it at. Don't believe me? Look it up. Message deleted. Tell that to my wife. These are my decisions. I my think friend. that he was pe- telling it to you so he could pass it along to your wife. Oh, you think that's gonna? You don't think you don't have? I'm just gonna believe me. You don't have the fortitude. I mean, if if it's that, like as simple as like looking it up, you can't just like suggest that she not turn it up I to mean, 85 degrees I, I in the house have, like a psychopath. I have the you know the electric app on my phone and I can see like when I turn it down when I turn my AC down my shockingly my power bill goes down. So you're saying this guy, even though he's the AC expert, is is wrong? I don't believe him. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Please I don't believe him. Thank you. Uh, hey, hey, everyone. What gets more messages on the show voicemail line? Um, or, like, which one gets more messages, the voicemail line or the personal line? Because, I don't know, like, I feel like I haven't gotten a voicemail since 2014 from, like, a real person. They're all spam. So, yeah, just wondering um, which one gets more messages. Message deleted. Without question, the the show voicemail line, 833-YO-DUMMY. You can leave a voicemail anytime. We actually encourage people to leave any sorts of comments or complaints or opinions or whatever it is on that line. Who do you in your real life encourage to leave you a voice message? Like when I get a notification that I have a voicemail, 
I'm kind of annoyed that I just have to listen to it. My favorite things are the voice memos. I love getting a text message where I can hear my friends' voices or uh, just hear the joke come from their mouths. I think that is just so funny. You I do love that? it. Do you, I love voice message. You you trade voice memos like that as a comedic route, not necessarily be all the time. I think it's mm. funnier if you do it. In a certain I wish way. you could just turn off the voice memo feature on your phone because I feel like that's how you're going to get caught doing something. What like, sort talk, of nefarious stuff are you doing? Trash. Oh, always. Like, but if you got to spill some hot goss and you got to do it easier through voice memo, no, I memo feel like it's going to be text. in your pocket. Did you and say it's gonna... spill some hot goss because I want to fight you? <laughs> some hot goss for the day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I have absolutely just been spilling the tea all over with uh, with the voice memo. Can you believe that shit? Please leave a message. So annoying. Hey, guys. Dave, uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. Question is for Audrey. Uh, have you ever shown your breasts in public, like maybe back in college? Well, I just wondering, because I think I've, I've seen you somewhere. Later. Message deleted. What? Well, was there a wet t-shirt is, contest? This is my legacy. Everyone just want to know about my boobs. That's great. No, I uh, definitely am not one of those ladies. I do not have the confidence to go onto a wet t-shirt contest. And um, Audrey's too young for like girls going wild. I was that's just going to say, I like, grew that's... up in the era where I was watching that happening on TV and being like, I was definitely like, holy moly, these girls are so cool because I was like 12 watching them do that. Ah! And there's nothing more impressionable than like, I mean, seriously, than a young girl looking at older girls being like, that's what's cool. That's what I thought was cool. That's really? life. Oh no. Absolutely. Think about everybody who's idols, who they are. They're all older than them. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that's how older people act. You know, yeah. until you become older and you're like, no, oh, that's nah, a man. life of regret now. Because <laughs> no, Joe Francis paid no, me a hundred dollars and my bee hole is everywhere. Well, and I was drunk and taking advantage of it at the time sure. and all yeah, the, what a the scum the, predator. The, yeah, the cheesy, creepy ass stuff. What year do you think Girls Gone Wild debuted? 2000 flat or 99. No, I think it's well before that. I think it was 94, 97, 97. Really? See, I thought I was younger too seeing those, but I guess I was 16 yeah. when. All those, which, you know, Wait, checks so you, out. You said 97? 97. I was six. Yeah. You were six? And they and it went to, it went to 2011, six. but obviously, you know. <laughs> Jeez. Well, you would, I, would, I remember I would watching Howard Stern six, on E, and then yeah. those would always be, you know, like the commercials after his show ended would always and be did, that. The, 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 to wrap that thought up, Joe Francis, he actually went to jail, right? Prison, yeah. Because the whole thing was a scam where, like, once you signed up for it, you couldn't cancel. Yeah. There was so on top of the scam of taking advantage of drunk. Yeah, yeah. Then, then he would take advantage of like horny dudes alone at home by selling them the videotapes, and then you couldn't cancel. Oh, so one of the reasons he he pleaded no contest in 2015 to a child abuse and prostitution charge. Oh, wow. what a you know, what a what a all around decent dude. You know, what a nice guy. Let's, <laughs> let's get him over for Thanksgiving this year. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, you decided that you were going to do that weird thing that you like to do. Um, maybe it's not weird. It's just something that I wouldn't do, so I think it's weird. Uh, where you go to a movie by yourself in the middle of the day. Yeah, my wife's not going to go to certain movies with me. And trying to find somebody else who's not working at, let's just say, you know, noon mm-hmm. on a Tuesday. Right. It's uh, 
it's a sl- it's slim pickings, I would say. So by the vast majority of the time I go see movies is by myself, especially when it's like a big dumb action film. When saw the but Flash. don't act like you don't love doing that because you've been doing this for years, even sure. with movies that your wife would probably go see. No. You like going <laughs> in the middle of the day and maybe. buying a block of seats around you so nobody can get close. Well, that's only on opening weekend. I see. But there's no way. My wife hates pretty much 99.9% of all movies. So, like, getting her to see anything is next to impossible. I love movies. I grew up in movies. I had a blockbuster. I had a Hollywood video card. That's where I spent my, like, Saturday nights every weekend growing up. Like, I just loved going, watching movies. It was... Movies were memes before what memes are today. But I went and saw The Flash, which I will say, if you were a DC fan, it's great. Oh, really? It, it really is. So I know you're the got- first person that I've heard say that it's great. I've heard a lot of people say it started out it's great fun. and then it kind of spins fun. off. Okay. It's fun. Despite so, the lead actor being he's crazy. a little bit of a wacky. I mean, I hate him as a person because he's garbage. If art, from familiar, artist, art from artists. If you're art. not familiar with him, he's uh, the one that's yeah, been beating up women and stuff. Yeah, chucking yeah. chairs at people. Not great. Yeah, just like, I think he like actually physically like picked someone up in a um, bar in like Hawaii or something yeah, and just was like, get out of here. Poof, and like shove this chick out. Like, I mean, like, he's not really. a woman in like Norway or something. Like he that. can't it's, get out of his own way. He's, he's definitely he's got, garbage. He's got problems, but is a great actor. I will say that. And again, art from artist. And so I'm watching the movie and I'm enjoying it. And like, you know, it's coming to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, like, oh man, this is really good. And they turn on the lights. Ah. I'm <laughs> one of three people in this big theater because it's again <laughs> like Tuesday at noon. Oh, your misery sustains. And me. they, I mean, I'm not talking <laughs> like and I'm not so talking well. and I'm not talking like the lights where you like walk in lights so you can see the them lighting. Yeah. No, I'm talking club closing at 2 a.m. lights. Did they just assume nobody in the world would be seeing this movie? I don't know what they were thinking and they were talking loudly. Also, and this is only three last piece- three minutes of the movie. There's also only three people in there. It's not like there's a lot of cleanup to be done. Yeah. Right. And they had That's three wild. people and they're talking loudly and then they walk in and I'm like, just like, like, and I don't want to say anything. I don't want to. I, I said something on the way out. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, what, what what are we doing here? But I've been into a lot of movies over the years. I've been in I've been in several movie theater altercations in my youth. You almost got several? beat up. By, he, he almost got beat up by Triple H. Yeah, that is <laughs> yeah. that is a hundred percent. I never heard this story. Yeah, it was during we went to see the Blair Witch Project and uh-huh. WWE, which was WWF at the time, was in town, and we sat down and we were you know 16, 17 years old and. You know, just talking all sorts of trash, and whoever sat behind us was the biggest. You know, it, it ended up being Triple H, but we were talking trash, and he ended up kicking my friend's seat hard as hell throughout the entire Blair Witch Project. And what are you oh, gonna do? Wow. It's Triple. It's H. Triple H. Yeah. Yeah. You're not doing anything. And my friend just sat there, and my friend was a big guy, but not like not Triple, Triple H, H in the yeah. '90s on all the steroids. Big, so that happened. But I, I mean, I've seen all this, but never once have I been in a movie theater where they just. Decided to turn on the... They didn't even like... I, I, I almost wanted to go Karen on this. You Audrey. should have. I mean, I'm not going to yell at anybody well, or anything. No, but I, there's I, a way to go as about I was, it. As I was walking out, I was just like... Because it really kind of just like... <sighs> really, really got in my crawl. But I'm like, can I get... like? Should, I feel like almost... I felt like I should ask for a refund. No, it's the last three minutes. But that's the... That's like, the those the are the most part. important. 
I don't know. Uh, it's the crescendo of the it's the end of the movie. It's I get the conclusion. it. It's annoying, but you're really gonna go up there and ask for your sixteen dollars back? Was Ten. It was only ten bucks. Yeah, because it's Tuesday up. at noon. Dave, Dave at Ed Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. John is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you doing today, John? Uh, doing real good. Absolutely. So you just have to figure out the artist and the song for each one of these in order to get set up with some tickets today. And um, each one has 30 seconds, with the full 30 seconds flat before you make your guess. You have a couple of lifelines if you need it. Are you ready for the first one? Let's give it a shot. Good luck. You give my life direction. You make everything so clear. And even as I wonder, I'm keeping you in sight. You're a candle in the window on a cold, dark winter's night. And I'm getting closer than I ever thought I might. Man, thank God we only had 30 seconds of that. What are you talking about? I was getting turned on. Oh, there Uh, we go. 77 views on that bad boy. John, do you know the artist and the song, or do you need some help? Oh, wow. Uh, well, you guys teed up an easy one for me. Um, as poor as that was done, one of my favorite songs, I think that's Ario Speedwagon. Um, can't fight this feeling any longer. Yeah, there you go, brother. Wow, well I done. wouldn't have gotten that. You're on the board. I tell you, if you needed a lifeline there, I could I could instantly tell that Mahoney was vibing with that, and that's because uh, Mahoney's parents very oddly told him that he was conceived after a REO Speedwagon concert. That is true. I don't and, think that's odd. Yeah. That's not an odd fact to know. Hey, man, REO hits. Yeah, See, and that's why you find it so um, alluring. You really enjoy it because the sweet sounds were being uh, were growing <laughs> up were listening to. You. I probably heard the Ario Speedwagon Greatest Hits album more than anything else. Just imagine that when well, you were there hanging out with your parents all innocently, they were listening to that. So horny. Stop, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> hey, man, that's how we got here. All right, John. Here we go on to number two. Only thirty-six views on this one, so the least popular one of the morning. Good luck. I feel bad. That's only got 36 views, and you can tell they put a lot of effort into it. They got a they got a shaker and a ukulele, and still mm-hmm. yeah. just not really taking off. Uh, John, do you know it, or you need some help? It was a little different than the um, original. Um, I know the artist, but I'm I'm drawing a blank on the on the song title. Do you you wanna... can get a halfy. Keep it. I would I would save your lifeline for later. Okay, it's a, a cheap trick. Um, I want you to want me. There you go. Yeah, he did it. Didn't even need it. Not even sweating. The maracas or the shakers, whatever those were, I wasn't a fan. I didn't like that at all. They were talented, but I didn't like it. Kick or something? Okay, sure. Yeah, nice Illinois reference there, Mahoney. Well, you got Rockford, and then Mm -hmm. you got Champagne with REO. Oh. Okay, so here we go on to uh, on to number three. This is easily the most popular one. 48,000 views on this bad boy. Here we go.
Holy moly, that is some exquisite flute playing. <laughs> was it a flute? That sounds that so wasn't a recorder? Like, I thought it was a recorder. It, it was a recorder? Like a, felt oh, like a recorder. Oh, man, I thought, I just, in my head, I had this vision of somebody flutey. with a flute just like, just rocking out. It sounded like a flute. A recorder. Okay. Uh, John, do you know it? Boy, I'm I drawing a total blank on that one. The, the music sounded a little bit familiar, but I'm going to have to use my lifeline. Who do you want to go with, Mahoney or Audrey? Um, let's go with Audrey. As a queen of singing all parts of the songs, drums, guitars, everything included, Sweet Child of Mine, Guns N' Roses. There you go, full point. Play a little, <laughs> yeah. bit, play, play a little bit of that again. So n- n- now knowing that it's Sweet Child of Mine... Almost don't want to stop it. That's All right. not that bad. You uh, you still have one lifeline in Mahoney. <laughs> if you need it, that's actually really talented. <laughs> you just need one more point. Uh, only 189 views on this next one. Let's see if you can close it out right here. Only 189 views and a lot of heart and soul put into that one. John, can you get the win right here? Uh, I think it's um, uh, Devil Inside by, um, oh, drawing a blank on the artist. Mm, You're right on the song. Um, Can can I use my other lifeline and can Mahoney bail me out? I got you on this one. To close it out, Mahoney, oh, for right. the win. You're gonna, you, 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 I can't believe you got that, but that's solid. That's uh, in excess. In excess. There it is. This is David Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On David Mahoney. How do the hits keep coming from the villages in Florida, Mahoney? It is almost astounding that we have this mostly retirement community that every single day brings us new amazing content. This time, it was a woman that went to the Walmart in the villages. As you do. On her golf cart. As you do. And she loaded it up with a whole bunch of stolen booze. As you do. And made a run for it. As you do. I mean, didn't <laughs> run for it, but like drove away in a golf cart at a, at a pretty reasonable speed. Yeah, so the uh, the associate went over and uh, verified her age because she was scanning alcohol products. And it doesn't matter how, how old you are because this Hold is... Up, she was uh She was, I don't know, looks like probably mid-70s. Like, that's annoying. Can we just be honest? Like, we, we card everybody. Man, don't card somebody who clearly Has looks... gray hair. 70. Maybe she's got great work. You know, maybe we're not taking into account that maybe she had, like, fantastic uh, surgery. Maybe you're you right. You know, the kind of uh, the facelift that doesn't look too tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that they gave us the details of her getaway vehicle. Uh, she took all of the uh, the booze and stole it after they scanned her age. She just loaded it onto her golf cart and was like, Bruh. But it was a two-seat light blue Yamaha golf cart with a blue, white, and brown striped curtain around the top. And there was also an accomplice, an older gentleman. Uh, his name is Paul. He's 84 years old. Mm. Bonnie yeah. and Clyde make mm-hmm. it. I mean, th- that is a real-life Bonnie and Clyde. Also, that is a vibe when you got a curtain 
around the top yeah. of your golf cart. Around your Yamaha. That's right. The the company that makes all sorts of things from golf carts to musical instruments. So like what? There was a another gentleman that is also from the villages, Mr. Wentz. He uh, is in his 80s as well. I guess he got into an argument with somebody. He lives at, at one of the uh, retirement communities. And there was some sort of back and forth exchange between the two where he got so angry that he decided, I'm going to start beating this dude with my cane. Ooh. He was Please in the tell ca- me there was a sword inside that cane. It was not. There was I've not a sword. I always wanted to have a cane with a sword. The cane fight did happen in the cafeteria, which does add to the fun. What kind of cane did this look like? Was it, it just a lousy Walgreens cane, or was this something crafted out of like Viking wood? I don't believe like, that he whittled it down out of Viking wood himself. I think well, that they probably would have included that in the story, but they should it's have. You know what? I'm going to say that it was just to really jazz up the story even more because th- th- that matters. Because if it was just like some weak cane, then this is dumb. I like that the that he Didn't picked up his cane and he he walloped him in the right shoulder. Like didn't even get him in the head. So <laughs> it's, it's a heavy hawk. So then it was a heavy cane. Maybe so. Real Viking would chop his arm off. I'm looking at prices of Yamaha golf carts. Oh, of course you are. Two thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. No, way more than that. Uh seventy eight hundred bucks. Dave is closer. Any like you can get a twenty eighteen used one for eight grand. Used. So used that's a used one, but like a new one or ten ten K plus. I would assume that Yamaha would have been cheaper, but now apparently that's a premium golf product. Well, you spend all your money on the golf cart. You have to steal the booze. My Yamaha. That is an interesting price point for a golf cart. I feel like for a Yamaha. Also, if you're in Florida, you could be a Yamaha mama. That's a big Yamaha deal. Mahama? Yamaha mama. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't you think know, I want to. We we don't really talk <laughs> politics on the show very often. Want to be a Yamaha mama? <laughs> We don't talk politics often, no. but I, I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna make a suggestion to you know some of the politicians in Florida. They should legalize drinking and driving golf carts in, in the village, yeah. in the villages alone. Yes, that's it. Just Everyone's already doing it. Up. Yes. Yeah. Or just get put like the the noodles, the pool noodles around everybody who's <laughs> got a golf cart. Because right now in the villages, we see this all the time. There's like rogue golf cart gangs where like some are like Biden, other ones are like Trump. Like if you say everyone can drink and drive your golf carts, they're just going to start zipper merging no. together. There is no yeah, pro Biden golf no, carts is. in Florida. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, there, 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 there was a whole contingent, man. What were they like jousting? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but you're right, Dave. If we legalize drinking and driving golf carts in the villages in Florida, world peace will happen. Absolutely. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Have you ever had a mishap when it comes to fireworks? Taylor is joining us. What's up, man? <laughs> Not much. How's it going over there? Excellent. So did this happen around the 4th of July for you or a different time of year? Oh, well, you know it did. Okay. What happened? <laughs> uh, so young and young and stupid i was probably 12 13 years old visiting my friend in florida uh they lived on a golf course so great place to light off some fireworks Mm -hmm. and uh we set up we got the good kind the kind you're not supposed to have and uh set them up lit them backed away and they fell and pointed right in our direction uh we movie style action movie whatever (laughs) you want to call it uh dove out of the way uh, they went straight horizontally into their neighbor's yard, uh, and it went ablaze. <laughs> oh, no. It lit it on fire. So, oh. In Florida, everyone has a pool, so we grabbed buckets and had to put it out like that. Uh, wow. Yeah. Lesson learned, uh, you know, if you live on a golf course, just 
take a take play a free hole, I guess. Don't light fireworks on it. So I had a couple of friends that were doing the same sort of thing, but they were doing the bundles of the bottle rockets. I don't know if you've ever seen that, where yep. you twist all the fuses oh, yeah. together. And they were not that young. Like, they were early 20s, like, should have known better. And they shot them off. And, of yep. course, when they do that, they just go rogue. They just go ape, right? All shooting all over the place. And one of them 100%. went into... At like uh, an apartment that was being built, and so it was under construction, and a small <laughs> fire started in there, and they had to run in. Same thing, try to figure out how to put out this fire because otherwise, you know, going to burn down an entire construction project. Probably not. <laughs> and Dave, you give me grief when I'm sitting out on my driveway on the Fourth of July with a hose, making sure all of my stuff is nice and wet mm-hmm. because. I don't want my house to burn down. Just a grumpy old man. I love I it. Don't blame you. Yeah, Taylor, thanks for the call today, man. <laughs> Taylor's we appreciate over here you. burning down houses in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Michael, what's up, man? Hey, um, mine happened over Halloween in Maine where I grew up. Oh, so Hall- Halloween fireworks. Yeah, now I'm trying to follow you here. Yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. So we're young teenagers. We have the packs that are all... The, the the fireworks are all twisted together. Mm-hmm. You throw the whole pack out. It sounds like a machine gun's going off. And one of my friends threw it perfectly under a car, so it just it just went off under this car. And he tried to run, but the very unhappy driver was a big guy and caught one of my friends. Oh, there was somebody in the car at the time. That's yeah. That doesn't seem oh, great. It was, it was driving. My friend had this perfect throw, so it just went off like a machine gun under his car. And uh, he caught one of my friends who wasn't fast enough and made him squeal until we all came out of the woods and took us home to mom and dad. Oh, that's brutal. So that's why I make him squeal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, scary. See, that's why you always hang out with a friend that you know is a little bit slower than you. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. You're already caught. Nothing nothing we can do. There's no reason I need to get in trouble (laughs) as well. Thanks for the call today, Michael. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, Greg, what's up, man? So, Mahoney, growing up in Missouri, you know what an M120 is, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so it's basically a quarter stick of dynamite. And growing up in, in Missouri, you could be 10 years old, and if you had the money, they're selling them to you. So we were about 14, driving around in my buddy's mom's Oldsmobile, uh, and we're opening up mailboxes and chucking these things in people's mailboxes oh, and taking yeah. off their mailboxes. Oh, yeah. Classic okay. move. Well, I miss, and it lights. It goes in the back seat of the car and blows a big-ass hole in the back seat of this woman's car. Oh, not the Oldsmobile. Oh, no. Yes. (laughs) Oldsmobile. Okay, how do we talk our way out of this one? (laughs) Let me guess, you didn't. Oh, no, I, I didn't say a word. He got his ass chewed for Yeah, that. I bet he did. You, you would cross the river for, for us. You would cross the river to go get the uh, the the M80s or the M150s. Yep. And my mom resisted for so long, but my parents were divorced. And my dad oh, lived across the river. He's the cool dad. <laughs> and took me there. We would go down to the Lake of the Ozarks. And, man, I loved just lighting those things, throwing them, throwing them in the water and catching fish that way. Oh, you're oh. the worst. This is Dave and Mahoney. You know, it seems no matter how careful you are when it comes to fireworks, there's always something that gets a little bit out of control. This was two Fourth of Julys ago, and we were being very careful. We were in Utah at the uh, the wife's family's cabin that they have up there, and we like to spend the Fourth of July there, and the kids always have a great time. Uh, I was trying to do what I normally do, which is have a good time, but also be a responsible dad. 
but I love efficiency, as you know. Well, it was around that time of the evening where we had done the s'mores thing, and we were all hanging out outside, and now it's time to do some fireworks. But fireworks, as I found out, because the entire fire department showed up, uh, very illegal in Utah, I guess, that particular year because it was dry. Where you were, Duck Creek, is there's a lot of wooded areas around there. Well, and we didn't have, like, fireworks that we were shooting off. We had sparklers. Oh. But, so this is where I went wrong, is that... My oldest daughter, Sienna, was hanging out, and I was lighting sparklers for all the kids, but I made the classic mistake of lighting all of the sparklers at once. Oh, that gets rowdy. And so part of it, like, shot off and, like, got her in the neck, and still, every time that I even mention fireworks, she's like, remember when you burned me, father? You and shows that- me the scar. <laughs> Dude, you gave your daughter PTSD from sparklers, That's, Dave. Yeah, I know. What a she lame will- way to do it. Well, but you know, like, have you ever seen a sparkler bomb? Because there's plenty of places around the country where, you know, fireworks are illegal, so all they sell is, like, the not even, the, like, the good sparklers. Were these the metal sparklers, or are these those, like... No, they were the metal ones, yeah. Like, the metal ones, you know, you, you can make a sparkler bomb. You ever seen one of those, Audrey? Uh, no, but I've heard of They're them. They're dangerous I think actually maybe as from hell. You, yeah. They are super dangerous, where you take an entire pack of sparklers... And then you compress them, and then you wrap it in tape, and it it just be, it just blows up. Something I like you that we're do not so, do, something you don't do. We're so addicted to blowing things up that we're like, all right, fireworks are illegal, but we can get our hands on this. How can we make it explode? Yeah. See, yeah. I've been such a snakes and sparklers girl my whole life. No, I, really, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not down with the because I know that I am clumsy enough that I would lose a toe. You know. Did or, you have the like the army tank? Fireworks oh. growing up. So this this one from Eric said, my buddy's brother burnt both of his hands on one of those tanks that shoots the rockets across the pavement. He thought it was a dud, went to pick it up, and his mom had to wipe his butt for weeks. It was great because oh, he burned both no. of his hands. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, uh, buddy. Brutal. Yeah, I know. I feel like this is primarily a dude's issue. It is, this, okay. Every single person we've had call today has been a dude, uh, including Tim, who's on the line. Hey, Tim. Hey there. What How are you guys? Uh, we're doing great, man. So you had a firework mishap as well? Yeah, I was about 15, and uh, there were a bunch of us, and, uh, well, you know what happens when you're 15. Yeah. But a whole bunch of us were just throwing fireworks. Up, uh, I'm sorry, not fireworks, but uh, firecrackers. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just little firecrackers. And uh, throwing them up in the air, and one of them came down and went off about an inch from my ear. And I'm telling you, I I, I could not hear <laughs> for the next like twelve hours. That and I'll tell you, it made me it made me dizzy though. I was I was dizzy Oh yeah, your equilibrium I, yeah, messes you up. That. Oh my god. And I tell you, man, I've had a lot of friends over the years that still think it's hilarious to have like the black cat fights where you light those on fire and then you make people dance. I am too afraid. Well, I've yeah. always been too afraid to throw the black cats because you you know You're you, holding get, them. You, you get yeah. you get them in the long thing and you have to unwind them. Those, I feel like black cat fuses are the fastest fuses in America. Sure feel like it. Hey, Tim, thanks for the call I today, man. Right. We, yeah. yeah, we appreciate I'm, I'm you. I'm glad that you're able to uh, listen and hear us. Yeah, right. Uh, Jeremy, oh, excuse me, anonymous. Oh, <laughs> hey. Sorry. Hey. Sorry. It literally says anonymous right there. <laughs> Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> Jareth Anderthal uh, said during junior high school summer break, I was visiting my best friend out of state. I'd moved away earlier in the year and we almost burned down my friend's house after the device that we had lit didn't go off and we and all of our genius brought it inside. Oh my God. Then it decided to ignite. It melted the carpet, 
filled the house with smoke. We put out the house carpet fire. Uh, this was all right before his dad got home from work, though. The friend got his ass spanked, and the thing that I remember the most is that the house was completely silent until I left and went home two days later. Lou, over to you. What you got, brother? Hey, what's up, man? I got a story. I, I gave you a, it's a, it's a funny story. It's not an accident. This was a, a I tried to do this. Okay. We actually did it. What There's is a it? guy that uh, cut, he cut my foot. I was like 15 years old back in New York, you could tell. And uh, basically, he cut my football up. Me and my friends used to play football in the street, you know, back in the 70s. You played it because I'm, you know, and all of that. So this guy decided to uh, cut my $50 football up, and, uh, you know, he didn't like it too much. And so what we did on Christmas Eve, me and my two friends tied two blockbusters, which they're quarter stick of dynamite, Jesus. to his front door. Jesus, <laughs> Lou. Blew the door right into the street. <laughs> looked right into his house. God. One hour before... One hour before Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Lou's story is I ruined this man's Lou's Christmas over a $50 football. As he should have. And I respect $50 that. $50 football. The guy was, a, the guy was a, one of those guys from, uh, uh, what is it, in the 50s. When, uh, I forget the war that was in the 50s. The Korean, Korean War. war. Yeah. He had, like, track mud. Yeah, the guy was nuts. The guy was totally crazy. The guy was like, you know, every time, you know, we had... We used to make yard lines in the street. You know what I'm saying? I like that this guy who had experience in the Korean War is like, hey, you want me to blow this guy's front door off? And Big Lou's like, yeah, blow it right up. Yes. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So we've heard a lot about this over the years when it comes to, um, you know, revenge porn and people taking videos or pictures uh, that were sent to them personally during the course of a relationship. And then for whatever reason, that relationship ends and they decide, hey, this is a good time to drag my ex by putting them out there in a way that once it's out there, you can't take it back. And, you know, we've all talked about this extensively, you know. Thankfully for you and I, Mahoney, like we missed a lot of that yep. as we were coming up because, um, you know, the way that people trade naked photos and everything else, videos, it's just it's gotten a lot, a lot, a lot easier over the years. But by the time it really became super easy to do and places to upload it, like, you know, Pornhub and stuff like that, that have massive consumption rates, uh, we were hopefully at least old, enough, old, old enough and yeah. wise enough to, yeah. to, to know better. but. You know, in today's day and age where there's many people who now who are in their 20s and their 30s that grew up around this and throughout the course of their entire lives had the opportunity to trade these videos. And all you have to do is run into one dirt bag, yep. right, who's going to do this. Um, we've seen people go to jail for it. And it's a good thing. You know, we've been talking about this literally for, you know, over 10 plus years at this point that, you know, the fact that, you know, there weren't laws on the books for this for so long is just almost insane to think that our government took that long to you know you know figure that this figure out that this was a crime yeah right yeah. you know like that's the that's the thing Huge that aggravates me yes yeah. for sure and so many people who you know had their lives you know just turned upside down because of something like I this. think that there's too many digital loose laws we've talked about it a lot that we need like a digital bill of rights Mahoney you're kind of like a, a huge you get on your yep. uh, on top of the soapbox for that a lot and um, especially whenever we're talking about not only just revenge porn for like sending you know text or posting things on the internet also in the actual porn industry as well so this is really interesting because this involves a big star, Zion Williamson, who is a you know big time star in the NBA. I mean, one of the yeah, one of the biggest. He had a fling, I guess, with some OnlyFans chick, and she has been 
publicly threatening to put yeah. out this tape that it goes, he's in. It goes both ways, it man. It sure does. And I'm I'm almost certain that this isn't the first time that this has happened to Zion. Uh, Zion, you know, he's still pretty young. And obviously being a big star with a lot of money and all of that stuff, you can certainly find your way into trouble pretty quickly. Um, and he ran into somebody, this adult model, again, an OnlyFans girl uh, that he hooked up with has gone just scorched earth on him. Um, and basically the reason why she's so mad is because he was reportedly having this fling with her. Meanwhile, he got his girlfriend pregnant earlier this month and was talking about how great that is. Uh, she was saying during that whole time they were having an intimate relationship. Who cares? Like, you're adults. Like, you don't need to air all of this stuff out. Just yeah, figure it out amongst yourselves. I don't give, a, I don't give a damn about any of that. I do, uh, if, you're, if you're threatening to release videos of somebody against their, without their consent, you are a criminal. Full stop. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter that he's an idiot, which... Yes, Zion, make better choices. You know, I get it. The OnlyFans chicks are hot, but you know what? So are medical salespeople. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> and they make good money, and too. And they have something to lose. Yes, they yeah. do. And don't maybe don't want to be naked on the Internet, which, again, no problem if you want to be naked on the Internet. But if you don't, which you clearly don't, Zion... Make better choices, but, my friend. You know, I do. Yeah. Th- I do think that the, it's not just OnlyFans chicks who are like threatening to post this. Like anybody can anybody. be threatening. Yeah, sure. right. But also, I feel like anybody who is in a relationship and you are comfortable with that person, and if you ever decide to take photos or videos or whatever, many of us have been in that situation. Sure. You put trust in that person. Yeah. Because you care about them. And for them to take away that trust by saying, hey, because you don't want to be with me anymore, I'm going to post these as revenge to have you stick around is gross. I, You know, you're, you, are, you are so right. You know, you put your trust into that person and I put the trust into the camera crew that I've hired. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> to also Photoshop. not release it. <laughs> Photoshop me nice. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When you're looking for love, hey baby, you want it? Then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, it's not very often that we get a themed edition of the Misconnection Inspection, but it is officially summer now, so maybe that has something to do with it. Uh, this is the Men Like Women in White edition. I mean, summertime is a great time for white, Dave. I mean, Audrey, just the other day, you were trying to talk me into wearing white T-shirts. That's not my thing. I wear black T-shirts every single day, but you said, especially during the summer, white T-shirts elite, I believe is the they word. They are used. elite. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what I said. So you're not the only one that likes the opposite sex in white. This is a man for a woman, and it is entitled Megan, quote, I used to be a redhead. Hi, Megan. It's Robert. When I saw you, you had on a white sundress, and I said, if you had red hair, it would complement that dress. And you said, I used to be a redhead. I couldn't see your panties through it, which must mean that you weren't wearing any, or they were white too. Let's play music together. I hate this person but it might work you know again this is the beauty of misconnections on craigslist they have worked in the past what and sometimes the creepier ones get hit the most yep if you're out there shooting your shot at least you know what sort of person you're gonna get responding to i mean here we are though again on craigslist finding another sundress perv but what is it about a sundress that makes men Online lose their damn minds. It's it- the um, the classic scene from Dumb and Dumber where he lifts up what's her face? What was her name? Dave, it's your favorite movie. It was it, Lauren Holly. 
uh, lifts her up and her booty cheeks pop out of yeah, the dress. It's, it's the booty cheeks. You know, it's, it's right there. It, I feel it's like dangerous. that's what I envision every man's ideal uh, situation of sundress season to be. Well, I'm not we trying go. to lift anything. Here, here, <laughs> we, here we go with another one. This is entitled Carefree Home Depot. Man for a woman, you were wearing a white sundress. You walked in around 8 a.m. and all I could do was stare. Sorry, I couldn't think of what to say to you. I promise I'm not a creep. I just want to touch your dress. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not a creep. I just want to touch your dress. Anytime you have to preface what you are or are not, like, I swear I'm not A, racist, or B, I'm not a creep. Uh, 100% they are racist and or B, a creep. Guys, listen, that's just not true. I mean, here's the rest of... Uh, very, very understanding, this this gentleman. I was worried with such a pretty white dress that you would brush up against something in the store and get grease on it. Oh, that's fair. And I've been thinking about how I would remove that stain for you. Oh, uh, that's gross. Email me and I'll remove more stains. I'm good with laundry. <laughs> that is a roller coaster of emotion for Audrey. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's kind and considerate. That's oh, true. God. But she may hit him up just to do her do her laundry. If he's yeah. good at laundry, you got to know how to separate them whites from the color colors, like the the pinks, because if you get a pink sock and with a white sundress, that's the devast- most devastating thing for laundry. Let's go from white sundresses <laughs> to white vehicles. This is looking for the anytime fitness girl who goes regularly. This is a man for a woman as well. I am too shy to ask your name. Hopefully you see this. I highly doubt it, LOL. Worth a shot. Ha, 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 ha. But we smile at each other almost every day, LOL. Sometimes we park next to each other. We both have white cars. Ha, ha. Mine is the Avalon, but our timing is off, LOL. I thought you might end up with a car wash across the street. I'll see you there washing our white cars, LOL. Ha, ha. That person types like I type. (laughs) What's wrong with you, man? This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, I want to go to you uh, for an expert opinion on this because I kind of feel like I was a jerk yesterday, and I'm not sure if I was or not. This is why I didn't go to you, Mahoney. (laughs) That's what friends are for. so, um, So my wife asked me yesterday if I wanted to go on an impromptu visit to Ikea. And I said... No. Set your boundaries, Dave. <laughs> I have to, man. Like, first off, all the kids, obviously, out of school right now. And so we're going to take four kids to Ikea. And I didn't, I wasn't even planning on doing this trip. So did Can't you watch you, the kids while you were at home? That was going to be my went? question. My no, or, 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 you know, watch the baby and the and, and your what? second youngest. No, she went to Ikea by herself with all four kids. Okay, so then that is where... I would have some anger, I think, in the situation because did she just want to bring the, all of the kids with her? She or? was already planning on going and had left before I got back to the house. So, like, we didn't even see each other initially. It was like she's mm-hmm. on the way to I Ikea see. talking about getting stuff. And then she hit me with, hey, I'm still close enough by. I could come back and pick you up and we could go to Ikea. And I was like, Ooh. you just go ahead. I've been I in her wanna, position. I wouldn't want to slow She's you down. She's trying to make your home, a home. Your, your house a home. Yeah. Right now, Dave. Tell me enough. You've got four children. Ah, it's fine. And you can't help at Ikea. Oof. Well, here's the, here's the problem. Is that Oof. if I go to Ikea and it's successful... That means that we're going to come home from Ikea with a whole bunch more work to do. And? The house is still a disaster. When's and? the last time that you put anything together from Ikea? Uh, I put together the chair in our office from Ikea, Dave. That was like six years ago. I mean, I put together all of the furniture in our office from Ikea. And yes, it was six years ago, but still, I did it. I haven't need, we, we, It's held up. That's a testament to my craftsmanship, sir. 
He knows how to use tools. I know He's how, got I, it. I, I'm sure. a chair gets set in once every quarter. I know what how to use an about? Allen wrench. <sighs> okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't necessarily. Th- I think I see both sides here. I can absolutely understand you not wanting to go and, you know, go to Ikea because it's a huge to-do. Last time I was in there, I also got lost for hours because there's no easy exit strategy unless you like get to the get meatballs. I don't like Ikea. It's just there's too much going on. Yeah, it's, it's massive. Tough. And also like four little kids in Ikea. Plus you hear all the stories about kids four being little ki- kids. kidnapped and trafficked out of Ikea. We could have used a father. <laughs> Dave, but you're, you, do you hear what you're saying? Yes, four little kids, but your wife did that by herself. Yes, yeah. but I did not want to inconvenience what her. What were by... you doing instead of helping your wife at Ikea? Uh... What were you doing, Dave? Yeah, Dave. Were you setting up Google meetings for us to attend? I was taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, hey guys. Trying to break in a pair of new hiking boots. Well, let me tell you, you guys are doing great. The boots are getting comfortable. Have a good day. Message deleted. So, uh, I will say, th- thank you for the call. It's very nice of you to say, but I am offended. Don't you dare ever call me a hiking boot. I hate hiking that much where I will not be associated but, with anything to do with hiking, including the attire Dave, that goes along with it. you're wrong because his analogy, I think, is actually completely perfect because, Audrey, you are a hiker. Enjoy it. And we and all know when you get a new pair of hiking boots, they they, it does rub you the wrong way for blisters. a while. Yeah. And then blisters. eventually you just get used to it and you accept it. Yes. You get used to the blisters. And that that the is kind of the process creating. of loving us. You just deal with us eventually. Loving is a is a big word, yeah. Dave. Uh, living with. Yeah. <laughs> How and, about And we Aww. have been called an old boot before, so that does check out. Hey. That's right. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. So I recently started taking up meditation, but I think I might be doing it wrong. Every time I sit down to meditate, I ended up falling asleep. Message deleted. That sounds great. No, meditation is supposed to be like a relaxing thing and calming of your mind where you're able to kind of turn everything off. Now, there's definitely ways of meditation that is supposed to be more of like a mental practice where falling asleep wouldn't technically be the appropriate thing. Hold (laughs) up, Audrey. I thought meditation was you were supposed to think. No, it's the anti. It's the it's your the anti thing. Is, is that what meditation? I thought meditation was like you were focusing ease. specifically on something. Well, You're focusing uh, well, on not thinking, which is why like I'm, I'm like, meditating. Huh? Like I'm willing that like I'm gonna be successful and handsome and have <laughs> six pack abs. That's someday. manifestation. Isn't that similar? Is that not the same thing? No. Um, no. Manifestation is like you said. You're willing something into the existence. You're putting something out there. You're putting the energy out there that whatever you are seeking will come to you. I, li- I like that people just go, I'm just going to manifest it. And it's like, you could also like work for it. <laughs> you could like put some effort into like actually making well, it no, happen. But that's part of like it. Thinking about it. No, no. I just like some of the people that I've encountered over the years that talk about manifesting are like, I just really want it to happen. So I, I think it's going to happen. I'm like, nah, like you got to hustle for that. You got to kind of bust got to put in the work. Yeah. That's- yeah. I had a dream board. You ever heard of dream boards? You did? Uh, yeah, sure. What was on your hat? Is that the thing you, you make at really camp? Yeah, what was on your dream board, Chris? You guys. Oh, uh, really? Not really. You're fired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, what was on there? Tell us. It was working, uh, in, uh, you know, in, in a Las Vegas radio station. That's where I wanted to take my career at that point. And I ended up in Vegas radio, and that's how I met you guys. So. Yeah. See, if you will it into existence, and if you work for it, it can happen. So, yeah, it is, it is both, though, right? Uh, well, yeah. no, manifestation is definitely 
I think that you're putting in the work because you're, if you're saying it enough times, you're willing it, you're wanting it so bad. So of course you're working for it. It's yeah. not like you're just like sitting there like a slop. I don't really feel like people who do that uh, have a general understanding of just life. <laughs> like, yeah, no. I've if done, you're not working for something, then you're just. It's not just the board, is what you're saying, Chris. No, it's got to be got to be a little more I, than that. Yeah. Did you, did you cut, cut out pictures off. of like a, of a radio station, like a Las Vegas radio station, or like a microphone? Never mind. Never mind. Did you know? Tell us the truth. Wish I Tell us the truth. Hold yeah, on. I might have. I hey, might did have. you tape it or glue it? Uh, it matters. I taped it. All right. Why? Why does it have to be manifesting? Why can't it be? Wool manifesting. Yeah. That's right. That's Multi. a good point. Yeah, it's 2023. Yeah. I'm an ally. Yeah. <laughs> I, will. I support you out, Audrey. <laughs> Thank you. Ally of women. <laughs> no, I, I think that there is uh, something to be said there, Mahoney. I need Thank to you. wool manifest a girlfriend right yeah. now. So. Yeah, good luck. Please leave a message after the tone. Dave, it's been a while. Random question. Has your mustache filled in? And can you grow a better mustache than Audrey? Message deleted. <laughs> Okay, uh, that is hurtful. How dare you insult my mustache and Audrey at the same time? Should we have a mustache off? Uh, yeah, like me and you, like do the do the Movember thing. So about See the mustache, about the mustache thing for me. Dave one time told me that I had a mustache just because we were just for whatever reason you called me sir, and it was funny because I don't know why what we were talking about at the time, but it was funny. And now this is just like a rolling joke. Um, and then I instantly started shaving my face because I was nervous I had a mustache. Well, we, we were, if you shave it, it grows back. It's the dermaplaning is what the women okay. was like, what it's called. Um, it's like a one blade sort of thing. But I was like, oh my God, what if I do? No, I rolled into the studio one day and she's sitting there looking like Sam Elliott. I look at her, I'm like, do you have a mustache? And she goes, bye, Dodge. I'm <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Are you guys people that get excited about Shark Week? Because it definitely seems like there is Shark Week people, and I'm just curious if you're one of those people. No, Dave, because I like swimming in the ocean. I like snorkeling, and I don't like the sharks out here biting people. No, they need to settle down. They need to simmer they need to down. Settle down. Even though, like, that's their home, and it's kind of like we're like... Hey. Walking in, having our own breakfast. No, we're in another no. room. No, you know, it, we're we're humans. We got thumbs. It's all our home. Eden, no, I'll, I'll, I'll fight you. No, no, no. I'll fight that's you. Very conqueror of you. <laughs> 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 we're conquering the ocean next. No, I I I just don't like that they're larger than me, so I can't do anything about it. That's true. He's the, too big. The, yeah, the fact that they're like so much better at swimming and attacking and everything else in the water. Uh, same thing. Like, Without thumbs. Yeah, you got yeah. like a similar shaped bod that I got, you yeah. know, a shark bod, but you could swim like the Dickens. We, I have like the, we have the same orthodontist, and yet somehow you're yeah. out here just murdering. I can't There's do anything. So many rows of teeth they have. Uh, so Jason Momoa is the new spokesperson for Sharks? Discovery Week. Sure. Uh, or Shark Week on Discovery I mean, Channel. He's, oh. And that kind of works. Aquaman. Aquaman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like they've, I, had, they've had different ambassadors before, and I'm like, yeah, Guy Fieri, like, come on. But Jason Momoa makes sense. It's so interesting that we have, like, shark ambassadors. Like, there is no other, we don't really have that many, like, killer whale ambassadors. There's no killer whale week, and they kill far more things in the wild than we, sharks do. We got a lot of, we, not, we got panda ambassadors, but even more so the uh, koala. I feel like everybody from Australia is a koala uh, ambassador. I feel like you got to pick up one of the two. You're either koala or kangaroo. Like, there's yeah. no in between. No, I mean, if you're like, what, it must suck to be an animal 
in Australia if you aren't a koala or a kangaroo because nobody else gives a damn. That's well, why Steve they're Irwin all, did. Maybe they're trying to murder. That's maybe that's why they're trying to murder you. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to Steve Irwin. The rest of the animals ganged up on him. They're like, all right, peace. Well, his son is now doing the good Lord's work in Australia. He's taking over Dad's footsteps. Yeah, I think that, isn't his daughter doing the same thing? Same, same. His family business. Well, yeah. 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 And Brandy, wife's still kicking it in. Uh, so BB Rexa got absolutely just crushed by this. Somebody chucked a phone at her. I'm sure you've probably seen the video that's been floating around. Even if you're not a fan of, of her music, um, almost everyone that we know that's had any interaction with her has said she's very nice. Obviously a super talented performer and everything else. Uh, she was performing on stage and somebody threw a cell phone and it hit her right above the eye. So it gave her two black eyes and pretty big gash. And she's handled that pretty well. Also and it was the like, dumbest fine, excuse but, I've yep. ever heard of why somebody threw something. I mean, it wasn't like a toss. three different excuses that I heard from this guy. One, I thought it was funny, Uh which is awful. Two, I was bored. Or three, I wanted her to take a picture with my phone and then throw it back. That's That's the one. That's the one that I heard. Like, it's just... You know, I'm glad that he got arrested. I'm glad that he's being charged. You know, you throw anybody and you hit somebody in the face like that, especially while they're performing. Um, yeah, man, you're a criminal. So uh, I hope that guy, uh, you know, actually serves some time. because he's a psychopath. It's, yes. <laughs> what do you mean you were bored so you threw something at There's something wrong with funny. him. Like, come on, man. Um, and finally, the, uh, the folks at AMC have been kind enough to tell us that there is going to be a new show that is called The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon. So... Uh, is anyone really clamoring for more Walking Dead? I no, mean, there's another Walking Dead spinoff that's going to be on top of this as well. Uh-huh. So, because I guess the, I don't know if it has officially come to an end or it's coming to an end this season or whatever it is, because I've just fallen off the Walking Dead, which sucks because I love the comics and I love the first couple of seasons. But there's a, the, like, Negan and somebody else are getting, like, a, another spinoff as well. So there's, like, three spinoffs now for the walking dead if i'm correct if i'm if i'm if i'm reading this correct that, that's exactly right so this is the one i mean daryl dixon who's played by by norman reedus who's he's maybe the best part maybe the best part certainly one of the more popular characters sure. so he's getting a spinoff and then there's two more spinoffs of additional characters but i don't know like walking dead went so far off of the reservation when it comes to the storyline that it didn't make any sense anymore like i used to be a huge fan of the show by the time they got to the prison i was kind of like nah, wavering and that then was the last it just lost that was the last season I, they, I think they botched the go- whole governor uh series you hated that it. more than i did because I, you're a fan of the comic yeah. book and so i was i didn't have a reference point for the governor originally so i didn't hate some of that but um again it just totally fell off for me and so you know after 11 seasons having three additional spinoffs just kind of feels like they're out Played of ideas out. yeah the yeah. other one's called dead city which yeah. i guess just premiered last week i haven't had yep. a chance i just man i just can't that's that, that's the one with, with Negan that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and I, you know, again, I thought when we're talking about major franchises and you talk about the numbers that Walking Dead did for AMC, it was just absolutely crazy and they just kept cutting the budget and it kept getting cheesier and cheesier and more, you know, just, it's just not even unbelievable, but just just less enjoyable to watch, which is crazy considering how much money it made. Uh, for them, but then I think about a, a show like Game of Thrones, which ended in such a poor way. But I was willing to give, you know, House of the Dragons Dragon. a chance. This, I don't, I'm not, I'm never going back to well, because I'm we have never a better zombie show or, right now. We have a better zombie show in The Last of Us. The Last of Us, and, you know, and I think show, that yeah. it, whenever you're putting too many zombie shows, there's only so much zombie one can consume. And whenever you're having a better alternative and option, looking at Mr. Daddy himself, Pedro Pascal on the TV screen, I think I would choose that option. Yeah, I mean, it's like Pedro Pascal. 
is great in Last of Us. And then you've got like a dude who just says, how many arrows can you possibly have for that crossbow? All the arrows, you know, Dave. How is that possible? He's he the John Wick of arrows. Is that what it is? This is Dave and Mahoney. So, guys, I have a problem that I knew was going to be a problem eventually, but I don't know, maybe sooner than I anticipated. So my oldest daughter, seven years old, Sienna, very sweet, very smart, incredible when it comes to her memory of things, even from years ago, like members exactly when things happen, just very observant in general. Well, I mean, that is that is a trait that yeah. some women have. Yes. Yeah. I remember everything all of the time. Let me bring up this. Yeah, my wife remembers every bad yeah. thing I've ever done. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the good ones, too. We remember the good ones, too. Do you? You don't bring those sure. up. Yeah, yeah. It, well, seems, it seems like we, that never gets brought up randomly. It's never like, remember how great you were to me well, six years ago? Well, that's, uh, <laughs> nah. that's not how war works. <laughs> so my uh, my seven-year-old daughter last night, because I'm, I'm getting ready to put them to bed, and it's my night to put them to sleep, and I always tell them a little story before we go to bed, and it's generally around something that they're into at the time. And right before it's story time, we're just laying there and kind of winding down a little bit. And my daughter, who has been fairly curious about where babies come from recently. Oh, no. no. Kind of cornered me. Because normally, yeah, you sort of deflect it and try, you know, like, ah, you know, start talking about something else. And you just, you know, it kind of ignore the the obvious reality of what happens. Uh-huh. But last night, she asked me a question that kind of stumped me. She goes, Daddy, if when I was in mommy's belly and I was being born, why do I also look like you? Well, so if you I was only in mommy's belly. Yeah, so how did you explain that? I didn't have a good way to explain that, Audrey. <laughs> how would you explain that? Because part of me is part but, of you. But then that opens up a whole other can, oh, of, words. can of words. What do you mean but a part mommy of and a lovey, the mommy and a daddy love each other very much. So, okay, so you're just going to go straight into the... Uh, Knocking boots, huh? For a seven-year-old? Yeah, but, she's I mean, seven. You just say when they love each other very much, they get together and we were so happy to have you in our lives. It's because I was so close to mommy when you were yeah, born. Yeah, you don't just say like, when hey, I was just belly, so horned. Me and mommy I couldn't get things. off your mama. Like, no, there's, there's a pull. Your mama a freak, girl. <laughs> I, love, I love the way that kids phrase questions because yeah. it's just so... They're smart. They're, well, they're very so, smart yeah, and observant so. like she knows, she knows that, you know, we have similar attributes, but that's how I spun it. I went, oh, you think that we look alike? And she goes, yeah, I have your feet. I'm like, well, lucky you. <laughs> and that was it. That was and the end of the conversation. about something else, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what well, did you guys actually learn? Like, how, how, how did your parents teach you? And at what age? So Ooh. my parents had a, like a very specific thing because a lot of kids in my family... And so I think it was around 12 years old that they would bring you in and like have the full disclosure talk with you where you like you yeah. talk about sex and what that means and you know like the actual cuz you're starting to learn that a little bit in school at that time yeah with health class and stuff but I think it was 12 years old for us now, I do remember, I, I mean, I might have been as young as seven or eight years old. There was a cartoon that my mom checked out from the library for kids that basically was the introduction to sexual education. It oh wasn't my gosh, that Chris. one that you see online with like Homer Simpson and Marge no. Simpson, was it? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the family guy one with Lois. Uh, no, no. I don't know. I feel like that's a really cool thing, though. I will just to kind of. To, to ease your nervousness, as a girl mm-hmm. who adores, I am such a girl dad, or uh, like I adore my dad. Yeah. I think that there is something to be said to being so comfortable with your dad that you like feel comfortable in asking him those things that oh. would be very 
tough, I think, for most most men to be like, hey, daughter, no, like this I'm, is what's going on. I'm with you. I, I will be the dad that will proudly go buy you tampons if you need them. Yeah, I think I that's really right sweet. I will stomp right into the store and be like, yes, absolutely. They make self-checkouts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to the cashier. Uh, Super absorbent. Let's go. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. I wake up every single day completely exhausted, even when I get a good amount of sleep. And then I have to get through the, the, the entire day in a sleep haze. And, you know, I try to counteract that with coffee, but I spend all day doing that, and then I get home, and, you know, I try to relax, and all of a sudden I have all this energy, and I can't sleep. It's, it's horrible. Message deleted. You should see the look of understanding and agreement on Audrey's face right now. She that is, is my actual life. <laughs> you I, get I more sleep it. than anyone that I know. But I, I'm so tired. I don't know yeah. why. Like, there's something probably medically, like, I'm lacking iron or something. Thing, who knows? Do you magnesium. Not you not take a multivitamin? I do. I just recently started like really pounding the vitamins into my system. You should, you should talk to my wife. My wife has me take, I think I take 12 or 14 vitamins a day. Yeah. Jesus. You're just a, a vitamin I mule. do it all at once. Do you really? Yeah. That's I, honestly I, impressive. 14, 14 uh, pills. Just boom. All at the same time, 14 yep. pills. Because I'm too lazy to do me. Like, I know I've told you, know you. how long it's going to take to do each individual no. and one. Why, and why would you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, and I've told you this before. You have a very impressive throat. Thank you. Yeah. That's, well. you know. He's uh, better known as the throat coat. Yep. I, uh, no gag reflex, believe it or not. Uh, well, we'll we'll save that trick for another day, but yeah. uh, get to know you a little bit better first. Follow us on twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney yeah. and I will demonstrate. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm with this guy a lot. I feel like. It's. I think it's when you have just like so much other stuff going on in your life, like yeah. either like the you know, you, you you know you have work to do and you keep putting it off. Yes, the procrastination and loop then, is real too, man. Like man, there's something I'm supposed mm-hmm. to been doing at my house for two weeks now, and my wife's not there, and so I don't like when I'm finished with the show, I don't have a whole lot going on. Mm-hmm. Most days, like my responsibilities are pretty much done. I'll get do some like another, you know, 90 minutes of work for the show. Yeah. Usually when I get home. But then after that, I got literally nothing. And this one task that would probably take me 25 minutes, I've been putting off for uh, two or three weeks now. But I think about it every day and it, it exhausts me. You spent more time thinking about it than it would take you to actually do it. Probably a hundred times more time thinking about it. That's not honestly it. very common. Yeah. People really do put off things, and the people will on the internet will say that that's we could diagnose that as something. But the procrastination that gets put off that is more common than just getting it done in the first 15, 15 minutes. And also, there's uh, another realm of that where people freak out over the fact that it has to be done perfectly. So that's why you're putting it off because yeah. you want to make sure that it's done right the first time. So yeah. you're like obsessing and overthinking the whole process too. That's why it's called good enough. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, you know, dogs are great and people don't deserve them. You know, yada, yada, yada. But um, it really sucks when my dog starts barking every time he hears a dog on television. Like, man, he's an idiot sometimes. Message deleted. My boyfriend's dog, Marshmallow, 
uh, does this. And I just have to tell them all the time that they're paid actors. Those are acting dogs. Is that a crisis actor? Uh, no. Usually it's just a dog or whatever animal is on there. But I have to explain to him, like, that is just uh, Air Bud. He was paid to be on this television. And you, too, if you work hard enough, can also be an actor. Chris, you got how many dogs? Uh, two. Two? Do they yeah. bark at the TV? They bark at everything. Yeah. And I mean everything. Every noise, every other dog, every footstep. I mean, they're chihuahuas. It's kind of in their nature. But no, I actually uh, would like to uh, propose this to whoever's going to be our next president. Ban doorbells and commercials. Doorbells. Ooh. Every, every time. With all every the food time. delivery, with the door yeah. dashes that are being advertised. Everywhere you look, it's a doorbell commercial because it's all about food delivery. Look, Drives them crazy. Let me ask you this if it makes me crazy. So when my wife and I go walking around our neighborhood to like you know get some exercise and be walking on the sidewalk and inevitably we'll walk past a house where a dog will like run up to the gate and like run against it and then start every time without fail my wife and I both instantly start talking trash to this dog (laughs) (laughs) you're like what you do you don't have thumbs you can't get out of that gate like, first off, I was like, oh, Dumbless. making a big deal over this, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until you, like, meet one of those dogs that can jump real high. One of those, like, German Malinese See, or whatever. But I feel like those dogs uh, don't, like, like the uh, Malinois. Malinois. German mayonnaise. Yeah, whatever. I'm not you cultured. What <laughs> <laughs> German mayonnaise dogs? Oh, I do like that. <laughs> no, did I tell you that that happened not that long ago where I had to drop off my wife's car to get repaired? And I was walking back to our house because the shop's pretty close. Uh-huh. And I was just walking down the sidewalk and I was talking on the phone. And one of those dogs, the German mayonnaise dogs, uh, hopped up on the top of the wall. It was like, terrifying. Crap my pants, man. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. I just wanted to call you and let you know that I saw a golden retriever the other day. I was out on a walk. That's all. It was really nice. Message you know what deleted. dogs never go buck ass wild? A golden retriever. Golden retriever. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Never, yeah. never once I've been walking through a neighborhood and been like. Almost been mauled to death by a golden once. retriever. Not a single time. Dave and Mahoney. Some people get very, very upset about this sort of thing. I think it's just delightful because this woman, who had a whole bunch of really nice stuff, uh, was knew that she was going to pass away. And she was deciding, okay, who's going to get all of my stuff? And she decided my entire estate is going to my cats. Oh, hell yes. So her name is Nancy. She owns a mansion in Tampa Bay, Florida. Audrey, you've got a, a little a little pup right now named I Elmo. Her name if is you Elmo. knew that you only had two weeks to live and you had to decide your beneficiary, Elmo's getting it all, right? Yeah, for sure, because she's um, probably more responsible with uh, the money than me. She'll probably know how to delegate it a little bit better than me, even though she's only 15 weeks old. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a better handling on money, so I think that that would be the best bet. So this woman owned more than 50 Dale Tiffany floor and table lamps, 5,000 pieces of jewelry, 200 uh, Austin production statues and figurines, and seven Persian cats. And after passing, her estate was scheduled to run. Persians are not cheap, by the way. I know. I know. So this this lady, again, a mansion in Tampa Bay with all of this super expensive stuff. They're saying that the house itself has a market value of $2.5 million. Damn. So just the house plus all of this other stuff that comes along with it. So after passing her estate scale, sale was scheduled to go until everything in the house was gone with people lined up as far as a mile. But what about the cats? Uh, Nancy's will stipulated that the cats must remain at the home and that they will receive an inheritance. How much are these cats going to be getting? So the cats are, are as young as five years old. So, I mean, they could be around for another you know, 10, 15 years, I sure. think. Uh, but they said that, that she is leaving them substantial 
money and enough to cover everything from their food to their medical and grooming bills forever. So even with her being gone, she's making sure that these cats are taken care of and they don't have to leave their house. Yeah, man. Like, I I, I appreciate that. In? You know, letting them stay where they are. Well, who's moving in? I, I mean, mean, we, we don't know yet. Caretaker? Yeah, the, the, the estate sale I, is going on right now. So somebody is going to buy the house, but they have to agree that the cats do not have to move out of the house. So you inherit the cats with the house uh-huh. if you're able to buy it, which is just wild to me. That doesn't, I mean, I... Seven cats, but they're all taken care of. So, I mean, it would kind of just be like, if you're okay with cats and it's a big enough house and you don't have to worry about ever having to pay for them ever, kind of sweet deal. Or it, it didn't even say for sure if the house is for sale. It just said, like, this is the market See, price for it. Yeah, I don't think the house is for sale. So I think this is the estate's like going to continue to, yeah, because I'm like, if, once you sell the house, you have no right to, you know, make any sort of stipulations on it. Because if I buy that house, I'll be like... Bye, cats. <laughs> Throw them out DJ Jazzy Jeff style right. on the oh, front door. Bro. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe she's just going to sit here and wait on this, you know, this actual sale of the $2.5 million estate. And it's not a bad strategy considering, you know, if you want the the value to grow, right? I mean, we've seen real estate. We keep waiting for it to crash. And it and it just doesn't. So just up and up and up and up and goes. But, but I guess I'm stupid because I don't understand who is who is the estate. Does she have kids? Does she have somebody like a sister who's going to be coming over? Because cats don't hi- have I think thumbs. they're hiring somebody to do this, and they will be paid by the estate. Gotcha. But yeah, it sounds like uh, if she does have kids, she doesn't like any of them enough to even name them anywhere throughout this hey, process. Come visit mom. Yeah, yeah, sure. You ain't visiting mom. Mm-hmm. You ain't getting a dime. Said somebody's going to stop by at least a few times a day to check on these cats. So, so I would just live there. You know what's funny? Here's a picture of the cats. Look at how angry they look. You know, those, well, those grumpy Persians looking cats. Because Persians got little grumpy faces. Yeah, yeah. They ain't happy. They rich. They rich. They don't need to be happy. Nope. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>